0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Welcome to another episode of Pit Stop Fracker. I'm your host, Mahad, and today we'll be reviewing the Baku GP. Um Firstly, we're going to do a bit of housekeeping. If you haven't followed us, follow us on Twitter at PitstopFracker. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on YouTube on PitstopFracker. Please like and subscribe. Um, one thing that we need to do five star reviews. The math ain't mastering. We've got a certain amount of listeners and the, mute, and the reviews are not matching. So if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you're on Spotify, we need that five star review. Some kind words would be greatly appreciated. Also, if you are listening to the pod um, and you're on your computer or anything like that, you want to interact with us, just use the hashtag PitstopFracker. We're going to try to keep it like a. Uh, we're going to try to in- increase the engagement with everybody and try to involve everybody. So send us anything that you find funny or anything like that. Just you put the hashtag PitstopFracker, anything F1 related, and we can go through them and we'll let you know on the pod, which was the tweet of the week. So that's a new thing that we're going to be doing. Um, but yeah five star reviews for the eight matching But today I'm joined by I'm joined with joined by Richard. Richard, how we doing? I'm all
2: good, bro. I'm all good. Hey feels been kicking my ass all weekend man. So I had to put the Ray Bans on, you get me? Can't be see can see my puffy eyes and shit. It's all mad. You were looking, looking
1: like an undercover
0: Fed. No nah, don't don't he's moving, take like, it. Like, <laughs> <it's> moving <laughs> like Jordan <laughs> in the gambling yes. interview.
2: I I don't know what that means, but I, I rebuke I,
1: that still.
0: You ain't seen okay. You ain't that interview where he's like, where where he's talking about how he doesn't have a gambling problem. He's got sunglasses.
1: Yeah, I just like to play. You know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Like> <laughs> bit, play a bit of bet fair now. A bit of A bit of bet
1: Did, you, mean? Mean? did yeah. you win anything oh, on F1
2: today? No, I didn't put a bet on because I'm not a I'm not a gambling addict like Drake or Annie. So no, I did not bet.
1: So is a sign of betting on Charles Leclerc is a sign of being a gambling addict because you've lost your mind by betting on Charles Leclerc? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've never bet
2: on him before because I don't have faith in him or his organisation. So um, no, I'm definitely not going to bet on him to do anything this season, to be fair. So, yeah. Thank Get you. We're going to
1: gonna break it all down. We're going to break it all down. Anyway. <laughs> we're going to break We're going to break down the reasons why you don't bet on Ferrari. Uh, you may have heard his voice already. Tariq, how are we doing? Gasly Hive, we're
0: here. Yes. Oh, absolutely. That's why I had to come on, man. Like, Gasly Hive, boy, this is like back to the old days right here, man. Yeah, them P5s and P4s, man, we're eating good today. So, you know, I had to come through, push a little prop, and it's all good. Yeah, Gasly
1: loves Baku, innit? This time last year, he was on the pod, P3. Yeah, man,
0: I don't know what's in that Azerbaijani water, but it's hitting. So we need a bit more of that. Yeah, definitely. You know
1: what else is hitting that Azerbaijani national anthem? That slaps. I'm ready for war when I heard that. Azerbaijan, yo, bro, slappers. That's
2: a land, land of fire, that yeah.
1: Land of fire. Yeah, <laughs> that's a Game of Thrones in that. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you are if you are Azerbaijani, you're listening. We're sorry that we have offended you. Anyway, no, no, no um, that's on that's on a different That's love. That's you know, love. But, no, don't it.
2: you remember Let's go, sponsor? You said Azerbaijan, the Land of
3: know, Fire. No? Land of Do you, fire. you remember that? Okay, okay cool, cool, cool. And then when All
1: they I, went back to the Europa
3: League, no, land, land, their land... land of Fire. All right, Land of Fire. All right, Kwame, how are you doing, brother? Welcome. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm tired this week, man. I'm tired of Bozo's, in which is uh, Bozo jeans. I'm really tired of backing it. I, I'm really tired, you know, just... Yeah, I need to vent. I need to vent today. But other than that, you know, I'm not I'm not, I'm not bad. The sounds good. You know, Baku, like you man said, it's going on me it's going on me the 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 flag the the flag's got pink in their in their flag they got pink in their flag and green and blue that's you know it's it's a wavy you know country but yeah afatari i'm I'm tired of their you know i'm I'm really tired of their strategies
1: but you're
3: the head of afatari bro so yeah i know indirectly
0: you're about you're a bozo no i'm not a bozo i'm not a bozo You're the biggest bozo, man. Like you put your faith in that dumb organization right there, man. Listen, <laughs> I knew I, I just I just need my gasly stocks and that's it. Like I don't care about UK, I don't care about Alpha Tari- I damn near don't care about Alpha Tari- at all. So you're on your own for that one still.
1: We're gonna call them gaffer tape FC today. That's yeah, what they're on, I'm on gaffer using gaffer tape right? to fix their car. Paper
0: machete thing. Bro, will, I don't I I've never shoes. ever see someone's
1: yeah. DRS breaking half. Like one half is fine. The other side is not, yeah, it's same. School, school projecting, project team, man. Bro, DT class and that bro. What's going on? Oh, in year B, days, B.
0: Um,
1: yeah, so to get started, we're gonna talk about qualifying once again. Charles Leclerc on pole. Um, it's becoming a bit of a pattern here, Charles Leclerc on pole, and um, not converting these polls. But Richard, tell me your thoughts about Q3 and do you think Ferrari... Are approaching this wrong. Um, how they're approaching the season by setting up the car for quality and just trying to get P1 out of here or and not focusing on getting a getting a race car sorted up Um because clearly uh, Ferrari have an advantage in qualifying. Uh
2: basically, yeah, it does kind of look like that because it kind of worked for them in what was it, Bahrain and Australia, where they basically got poll and um, it was basically like the flag finish for sure. But in other races it's not really it's not really popping that way and as someone has already mentioned on twitter um max has more wins from Charles' polls than Charles has wins from his own polls or whatever which is a crazy like statistic to be honest with you you know 27 27 conversion rate from poll to wins you know that's like boss levels to be fair in conversion you know you're not really conveying the thing properly do you get me so yeah, of course, you know, the DNF today wasn't really his fault. But, you know, when you're using the same engine from Spain and whatnot, you know, it's not going to really um, pan out well for you, isn't it? And especially when the customer teams are also in um, CONCANELT as well. You know, KMAG, um, Grand Gujo, and uh, Signs as well. They all have their um, engine issues also, to be fair. So, yeah, it, it looks like they just think, oh, yeah, um, you know, thingy Charles is a is a township merchant. You know, Grand Turismo hype and all shit like that. You you'll set it up for quality, you'll do um, a belt a lap and then we'll just try and consolidate and um, P1 from there. But I don't know how you can do it on a track like Baku when the streets like four four miles long and fucking you know, you got the Red Bulls there with the the straight line speed as well. So this this tactic of oh, we'll just do all the hard work and quality and then the race will just be whatever is not slapping for them. And you know it's you can even see from the strategies that you've see, seen the season. Like, if it's not the car blowing up, it's Ferrari doing a bad strategy and fucking up the drivers. So, it's going to be a day tall order for, for Ferrari to even win, to win constructors or to Shaw to get this uh, driver championship. Because if you look at all of the different factors molded in, I'm not, I'm not even talking about, you know, Charles Bozo Gene. I mean, it hasn't been that active this season, but we know it's definitely there. Um, I don't know how he's going to overcome Max and the Rebels. to be fair. Because all the talk of the start of the season, you know, it was uh, the them Honda and just dodgy, you know, when in Bahrain, you had the three outs and whatever. Now the Nouses completely flipped on Ferrari. So I don't feel like they're out of the title race as at the moment in time. But at the same time, I don't really see them toppling Red Bulls, to be honest, unless, you know, Rebel have a mad number of DNFs throughout the season and then just Ferrari somehow... Managed to get themselves off the line, but um, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on uh, Charlo. on Um
1: Again, to be fair, I think he's showing his quality, Charles, in these qua- in these quality sessions. Like that lap, the guy pulled out half a second on his second Q three run, and I'm like, what the hell is that? That's yeah, not that something no that, that's yeah. not normal. That's not normal behaviour, mm-hmm. and these are like high quality laps. But you think the team that's behind them are not really forward thinking in terms of, okay, how do we how do we approach the race? Because that's the that's where you that's where you win. That's where you get points. You know? We're not just here to kind of stat pad uh pole positions. And even though they are, these are these are that was a that's a top top ten quality pole I've seen in a while. That's a, that's that's a serious quality pole that he put in. So he's putting in the hard work for the team. they're not thinking long-term, okay, how is this going to work out in the race? Because that's the thing, that's where you that's that's cash money, that's where you earn your money so he's doing his job on his side by putting it on the front row but the rest of the team, they're not understanding, okay, how are we going to do this in the long run? How are we going to win the race? How are we going to get through the first thing? How are we going to manage a race and do it strategically where we can win? Because it is possible to win when you do have a slightly slower car. So I feel like they're just on vibes over there. And Marinello, um, Tariq, what's your what's your thoughts about um, the current gap between Red Bull and Ferrari? Do you think Red Bull are long clear now, or is it, or
0: do Ferrari have a chance? Um, honestly, I feel like it's just the pace of that car and the performances that the puts in. You know, regardless of you know the fact that it's. Uh, it's like well-established that they always fuck it up on Sunday, whatever. I feel like they're always going to be a problem. They're always going to be up there. And with all due respect, it's kind of something we kind of need to hope that they get their shit together and, and, and pose a threat to Red Bull, who I think are in the, in the you know, in the leading seat right now uh, for the championship. But yeah, I just think we we kind of, I I think they do and I also hope that they do because they're the only team and the only car with serious pace and the clerk is probably the only driver with serious pace. Um, Not only with that combination, probably uh, across the whole grid. I mean, Mercedes, their car is just not good enough. They definitely have the drivers there to be able to pose a threat if their car was good enough but their cars are just not good enough. And nobody, no other team in the in the grid is is good enough either so um i want them to and i i hope they do but honestly like some of the the stuff that's happening and some of the facts uh around the and his in his poll conversion rate is absolutely nuts honestly like, i i genuinely can't believe it like to say that max gets more wins off your polls than you get wins off your polls is nuts. Like, Max is moving on a Mr. Steal Your Girl kind of thing. Like, he's... <laughs> it's actually... It Man took man's shit. chains, yeah? It took man's chains. Mm. Yeah. Like, come get yep. your shit back. It's it's crazy. So... He's moving like, lounge. Joe. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like... If you... If, if, if it's at that point where it's a running joke and, and people are... Well aware of the fact that you always fuck up on Sunday, like something seriously needs to change at that organization. I mean, they've got the car, and for the most part, they they've got the engine to win races, even though we saw this um, this um, race that the engine was just a complete shambles uh, probably because of the temperature or whatever. but yeah, no, for the most part, they've got the they have the ability to win races, but they just choke they're not serious so it's it's, it's yeah it's a, it's a bit sad to be honest to see a team like that where we could get a serious competition uh between ferrari and red bull which a lot of people want to see um i know a couple of people don't want to see that but that's fine um but yeah it's just it's bozo genes i think i feel like bozo gene is going to be like the key word for this entire pod The fact that just a whole lot of teams are just fucking up on on their own volition is just, yeah, it's it's ridiculous.
1: When you, you made a good point because when you look about, let me look at the timesheets right now. So Carlos Sainz qualified fourth and he was about four tenths off Charles Leclerc. And they're all around the same times. Max Verstappen, Perez and Charles Leclerc. They're they're at least within three tenths of each other. Then you go to fifth and sixth. George Russell and Pierre Gasly are one second off Sainz. So clearly, the the gulf, the difference between the rest of the cars and Red Bull and Ferrari, them other teams ain't catching up. They're not, they're not making. We are in round eight. You are not making up a second, Mercedes. Yeah, tell you right now, you are not yeah. making up a second in quality laps. I Advertis mean, we're not making up a second. No one's no one's making up a second.
0: No, I mean, we're having a discussion about oh, whether, um, whether Ferrari can challenge. Red Bull or whether Red Bull can challenge Ferrari it's like those are the only two teams that have any chance of winning this drivers championship the only two because there's no other team that is quick enough or fast enough than those two teams so I feel like uh, even though I know we're just going to keep having this discussion probably till the end of the season about Uh, You know, because we know that Ferrari are going to fuck up even more this season. We know that Red Bull are going to have engine problems even more this season and they're going to drop points or whatever. And the discussion is just going to continue about, oh, who's challenging what and can this... No, it's like those are the only two teams that are challenging because those are the only two sufficiently quick teams to win this championship. That's it. It's scary hours, man. It's scary
1: hours. Very scary.
0: scary. uh,
1: Because you would think... um... Teams would be on the ball when it comes to a new regulations. Snap at the chance of being possibly yeah. up
0: there, and it looks like no last teams season have grabbed it. Yeah, no, last season you, yeah, you could definitely bet on a couple of these teams. You know, coming through definitely McLaren or even you know Ferrari. Even you know we know last season Ferrari were not. You you know where, where were not in the position they were in this season, but they still had the ability to win races you had the ability to win races. Um AlphaTauri was very quick if you judge by the the the, the pace graphs that we had as well. Like some of those teams would be you know up there, but this season is just is not that. It's Red Bull or Ferrari, you know, barring a a you know catastrophic failure from both of those teams. So yeah, it's a bit sad still. Yeah.
1: Um I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna speak to I'm gonna speak about a certain Sergio Perez now. Um, he's out qualified Max two times in a row now, so in Monaco and now in uh, Baku. Kwame, uh, is this a trend? Because this is this is not something Checo is known for. He's qualifying prowess. Is the car just suited more to Perez now, or is, uh, Ma- is Max really feeling the pressure uh, under Checo?
3: He qualified uh, anyway. Yeah, qualifying. Yeah, I feel like it's a tell of two things. I feel like, I feel like it's a tell of multiple things. Um, I feel like, um, yeah, the car um, is uh, definitely more tailored towards um, um I'm hearing like the car, you know, is much more, you know, um, it's much more tricky, happy, you know, in the way end, which is uh, more tailored towards um, Checo. Also, as well, you know, three circuits, you know, as we said before in the past, that's Checo's bag. a guy who's very good at you, know, at, you know, tight three circuits, you know, our corners are like pushing towards the edge. Um, but, yeah, it's funny because Checo's never been that guy in qualifying. I mean, Lance got qualifying before, got a pole, sorry, before him when they were at um, a racing point together, which says a lot, because, you know, look at Lashaw now, that guy is, yeah, 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 absolutely two packs of mid. So, the fact now, you know, you've got Perez, who's, you no know, absolutely packing, you know, Max, it, 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 it's definitely Higgy, it definitely does look sus, but at the same time, again, with Max, his qualifying has never been his strongest point as well. Like, before, I mean, last season, yes, definitely, definitely he was going to qualify, but previously before that, it wasn't his bag, so I feel like, the upgrades to this, to this 2022 car is definitely, I feel like, pull like up 11 painfield field towards Max and Perez. I felt like as well, to be honest, I feel like there's a bit of pressure as well from for Max's side as well, but in races, you know, Max is blowing an Perez as water, which we'll talk about later. So, and the team's good gets towards Max, so I don't think it's pressure. I just think it's the car and the one that pays to just suit Perez more. Yeah, uh,
1: Max doesn't look happy with this car at all. He doesn't look confident in it. He doesn't, he feels like he's going to, it's all over the place. You can't dart it. It's understeering. He don't like understeering type of cars as well. Um And that I think that's just symbolic of the actual cars themselves, the actual regulations. And it's not really suited any style. Of, because at, in quality, you have to have 100% confidence in the car to maximise it. And you can see the difference how close Perez is going to the wall. In his back and quality compared to like Max. Max is a bit more cautious and uh, Perez is driving like a maniac. To That's a very good point, Zom well,
3: had. Because, like I said, like in quality, Perez is always touching the wall, always bracing the wall. Even Leclerc as well, when they're getting their fast laps in, always close to the wall, always touching, bracing the Whilst Max, he wasn't really that close to the wall, really, at times. You know, he wasn't really pushing it to the edge, like he said. So that's definitely a factor as well.
1: Uh, yeah, I think when it comes to that kind of stuff, I think he's. Quite cautious when it comes to obviously wheel to wheel driving, he's not cautious, but <laughs> when it comes to uh, trying to go around the crash, he's, he's very conscious about trying to bin it now because of obviously his track record and everything like that. But um, yeah, Sergio Perez is putting showing his quality, uh, didn't get a toe, which was surprising. But I think he had uh, uh, fueling issues, so, so when he came out, he had nobody in front of him.
3: Oh, yeah, the uh, toe, yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah, definitely. it's funny as well because Perez actually didn't get a toe for Max but then he was too far behind for Max because, like I said, he had the issue with the car. So, yeah, they kind of messed up, messed up and he still got a fast lap than Max. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But definitely um, on race day, though, Checo took advantage of that um, and made up for him finishing P2 and qualifying and actually uh, first corner, great start on, over Charles Leclerc. Went on the inside, took the lead. So, yeah, um, it was a great start for him, and he looked like he was running away with it at first. Uh, Richard, talk us through these first stages of the race, and um, Checo uh, seemingly right driving off into the distance.
2: I mean, yeah, uh, both from the start, both Red Bulls got off to a great start off the line. Um, Max's starts was so good that uh, he almost went to the back of Charles, funny enough. Um, yeah, Chaco was on obviously on the inside line, so of course that was made a, a bit easier for him. But it's still, a great start from him. And then um, Charlotte to yield, and of course he uh, he rode off into the distance, and for a good like 10, 10, 15 laps, something, something like that. So, to be fair, um, and then he comes he comes into the pits, and then he rather precariously has a long long pit stop, and then ends up you know <coughs> sorry having to, um like, well, lose, lose time, basically, um, yeah. So then, of course, you know, then Max had his stop and whatnot, and then, you know, Charles, um what's his name? So let take the lead of the race, and then, unfortunately, he ends up DNFing. But um, in, in terms of this whole, you know, the people saying Timo's been Checo Max, I mean, Max is always going to get Checo anyway, because Checo just didn't have the race pace in the end. He just didn't know the race. The tires were falling off. He just wasn't finding the pace. And you know, Max was gonna get him in the end anyway. But as I said, it, w- it was a good start for Checo. But inevitably, you know, he got in a way what he deserved was what was a second place. To be honest, so so yeah,
1: yeah. I don't. This is something that's come up quite a lot because I think people think <laughs> there's there's a chance that uh, Perez could probably take it to Max the whole way in this championship and obviously now he's second in the championship one thing that's glaring about Perez is sometimes these race places nowhere and that was on display today it was in display on in Imola as well like the guy is nowhere man when it comes to and I don't think people attribute attribute. oh yeah Perez is really really quick he's rapid uh, during the race I don't think that's something that's uh, attributed to him. I think he's a very good wheel to roll racer He's good at defending. Uh, he's good at managing his tyres and stuff like that. But when he was in the lead, then he had to... You could even see it in the first stint, like with Charles de was behind him. Obviously, he had to drive fast to kind of get out of that DRS zone and stuff like that. But then his tyres fell off immediately because he's not used to driving completely on the limit the whole time. And even like on the first couple of laps, you could see him He was nearly going into the wall and that kind of compromised his tyres and then he started falling back a bit. And... From there, when he switched over to the to the next tyres, obviously had that slow pit stop, which was very suspect because Jackman was just holding him up. It weren't like they were putting the gun in or nothing like that.
0: The Jackman was just on Tinder. Like that. I was like, was on
2: Tinder. like, swipe, swipe left, swipe right.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: Let me see the Asabajani babes. I was trying to, I was trying, yeah, look at a couple of Asabajani babes. Yeah, I I, I yeah, yeah. yeah, I see that. Yeah, 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 I see that. Yeah.
1: Move like Kwame from you know what I mean. Yeah, moving it like Kwame. <laughs> <laughs> <Here you go. laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah. Was, even an auspicious pit stop, but even then, Perez came out uh, ahead, and then like Max was just on him, man. Once once Max has got this is what this is the problem. Max overtook him. Yes, it was Team Orders and stuff like that. There was uh, he said there was like no no fighting or anything like that, but the amount of time that got dropped when he got behind him. He didn't even stay with him. He, he lost gone. that fruit. He, lo- he lost three seconds yeah, in half a lost... I was like,
0: what the yeah, hell is no, this? It... Yeah, no, that's that's definitely a, a good point to pull up because he lost that time. I think literally on the turn one that Max overtook him, um, obviously they had that turn and then they go into the other DRS straight. And I think genuinely by the end of that straight, it was like... They started they started that straight maybe like he he was 0.2 seconds behind Max and then they got to the end of that straight, I think it was almost like a second behind him. Like he just genuinely did not even attempt to to get in after that. Which is like to be honest, it's a bit of a shame because I'm definitely I will admit, like first, you know, before anyone that I am one of the men that is caught up on the hype of a potential. Perez title challenge not necessarily a win but a title challenge um but I'm also resigned to the fact that it's almost definitely going to be um nipped in the bud um by the team by Red Bull uh because they don't want it they, they would definitely rather see Max get his 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 ring before uh Perez and I think Perez also understands that and he, he understands that he's more or less the second driver um, but I think we could take solace in the fact that that here Perez's performances are really good uh, as of now, and he definitely got what he deserved out of this race. I mean, he 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 started P two and he ended P two, so um, I think nobody can really ask for more. Um, and I respect his race, to be honest. I I respect his race.
1: Do you think, yeah, Tariqia? Yeah. If there was no team orders and they were asked to fight, do you think Perez will come out on top? Talk-
0: um, I'm not sure to be honest. I'm really not sure. I don't think so, um, because yeah, ah, you know what? That's a bit of a di- difficult one still because I think um, with per- even you know after the pits and uh, after the pit stops and Perez with his tires. I feel like he could have definitely, I feel like he could have at least posed the challenge to him with the two straights and the RS straights and, and all of that. And the fact that he he has been quick around this uh, track as shown by Quali, um, not necessarily in the race, but he has shown that he is quick around the track. so. I can't really say for sure. And this is like a pretty like safe answer. Like I'm not really trying to get very controversial or anything, but I, th- I feel like it could have been more of a challenge than it was. I mean, like after Max got past him, Perez was just like, yeah, that's it. It was just like a regular Sunday drive for him. So yeah. Mm, yeah. That, I, I don't I, I know. yeah.
1: I think, I, I, do you know what? I think he would have held up, held him up. He would have defended. Well, Max will get frustrated so on and so on. But I think if it ever got to the situation where uh, he kind of got past him, where if Max got past him, I don't think Perez regains the position. That's one thing I don't think happens.
0: I I don't. I the way I see it is that I feel like Max would have taken him easily, because you know his pace and the two straights and the two main straights with the DRS, it would have been pretty simple for him. My argument really is that I feel like Perez would have come back on him harder. Um, then he did this race. I don't think Perez came back on him at all this race, actually. So I feel like Perez would have actually come back on him. Um, and considering his level of time management, um, and things like that, he I feel like he could have posed a threat in the end.
1: Oh, yeah, when when we think back to like Imola, uh, when he had that little battle with Leclerc, even when he lost his position he got him back straight away, um, so he is yeah, quite he a good at that. To- and that's, and we, yeah, saw and that's it... we saw that in Abu Dhabi last year, didn't we, as well? With Lewis Hamilton, right. He could lose the position and then he gets it back and then he will, he'll lose it again, but he'll, he'll put up a fight, right?
0: Yeah, and that's why I put up the point of um, after Max got taken over and they got into that second DRS straight, um, Perez just didn't try. And I feel like if he he didn't try as hard, I think, I would say. And I feel like if Perez tried harder on that, on that straight, there's a possibility that he could have got, you know, got past him, but I feel like team orders kicked in at that point. And Perez, Perez himself was also aware that it, there wasn't really much point to find it.
1: Yeah, I think once um, the Ferraris are out, um, they just said, hold your positions, just run, stick to the delta. They even told him to stop using Darius. And you can kind of see it from the times. Sergio Perez finished 20 seconds behind Michael Zappan, but then um, Sergio Perez was 25 seconds ahead of uh, Joel Russell. So they were comfy. Very comfy. Um, and the race was kind of over from there. But yeah, another red bull one too. And like I've just said, both Ferraris are out. And that's what we're gonna talk about right now. Ferrari. Um Carlos Sainz, DNF, Charles Leclerc, DNF. Kwame, is this uh Ferrari Heritage? Of course
3: it is, man. Of course it is. We we know you know what can one what, what can go on, what go on with this team. The Ferrari, the Scudil, they will bottle it as always. And this happened today. That engine could we've seen you know, the upgrades, you know, they had uh in Spain, I believe. Um yeah, when they had the upgrades, we were thinking, hmm, because you know it wasn't as good as you know compared to the Red balls were and yeah, today they've had what the, you had Leclerc go, you had Science go, and you also had Zhao and Kema go as well. That's four out of six cars as well, just going just going complete. Even um, Boas had issues as well during qualifying, I believe, as well with his engine. So it's not been a good race for them. Um, and also, like you know, back back it being over a heavily, you know, sh- you know, hev- two long straights, you know, um, you know, the track gets you know very engine dependent. So <sighs> yes, yeah, not a good look for the man at all.
1: Yeah. So Carlos Sainz DNF. Uh, let's just go through it right now. Uh, Carlos Sainz DNF Ferrari engine. Charles Leclerc DNF Ferrari engine. Uh, Joe. Uh, DNF Ferrari engine Kevin Magnuson DNF Ferrari engine. So, we kind of we were speaking about this in the group chat earlier this week. We were like, we looked at the pools of engine and we we're like, yo, Ferrari's running through these, you know, uh these Ferrari teams. And it weren't actually the Ferrari, the actual team, but the other teams were. And that was kind of like an indicator that there's something wrong with this car. Um, I'm gonna ask you a question, Richard. So, it, it turned out on I think it was tuesday that uh, ferrari decided they're gonna use the power unit power unit two which was the power unit they had in uh, barcelona for charles leclerc and they weren't gonna use the third engine because they didn't want to get to the limit and then they're going penalty later on in the line. so uh so what they've done is they fixed what was wrong with it in barcelona and once again by lap 22 that engine went bang um does Ferrari need to hire a project manager? Do they need to have some risk assessments? Because I'm not understanding the logic around these decisions, Richard. Let me
2: know. Um, we need to hire more than a project manager, to be fair. We need to hire a new fucking crew of people, to be fair. Um, to be honest with you, yeah, because how old how old was PU2 then? Was it, I'm guessing, it was like, two, three races old or something? I think they, they first it used it in
1: Miami. I think they first used it in Miami. And they upgraded it in Spain.
2: Right, okay. Okay, so a couple of races old, they used it in Spain. It broke in Spain or whatever, they fixed it, and started to use it again in uh, Baku, and now the engines went boom. Hopefully, uh, for Ferrari's sake, that can be a bit of a wake-up call, that, you know, maybe you should just run through the engines, like, you know, like anyhow, and just, just film the penalties. Because obviously trying to do this... I'm going to grab the old engine and then I'm going to put duct tape on it. And then, oh, yeah, just hope for the best. You know, that will put out a, a world-class quality lap and then run through it in the race. I it'll be calm. You've seen now, it's not only your engine's blown up, it's your customer engine's blown up. So that's more problems and more spotlights on you now, to be fair. So, to be honest, if they need to run through, like, five, ten engines in the season and then just fill penalties, just, just hold that, man. Just, just hold it, It's what it is. It's better off you finish a race in the points rather than you DNF whatsoever. Because because now look at you people, you know you got the whole F1 laughing at you now. Well, apart from Maneki, he, he's crying in the club right now. But you know you got the whole F1 laughing <laughs> at you right now because because look what you're doing. You're scaring the hoes. You're stopping Charles from winning the championship, and now even your customer teams folded. So th- that's a yeah, trifecta listen, for
0: all the wrong reasons. This ain't this ain't nothing new to them, Richard. They've been scaring the hoes. He's like, he's oh like, yeah, like I know. Buggy- He's not the boogeyman to hose right now. Scaling oh, yeah, yeah, we know. Like, you Miami, guy's... don't want yeah. nothing
2: to do with him. I know. <laughs> just, just scaring all, all, all the baddiness. <laughs> all, yeah, all of them. It's I, know, I, know d- I know this, this Ferrari Everton in it, today, but it's like, when, you know, it's 15 years since he last won of driver's championship and 14 since he last won a constructors. When at this point are they going to just grow up and get a grip? You now, I'm hearing Bonotto last season was. Was flying out to Maranaro, was flying chicks out to flying now, whatever, whatever. So, yeah, he's working on the engine, he's skipping races, you know. Ah, oh, this engine's gonna be a mad thing. You've seen the shot. Oh, yeah, we're gonna have, have fun, this year, we're gonna have fun. Is this he's, your definition of fun? Who's having fun? Nobody's having he's, fun.
0: He's he's fucking up. This all that have, Ferrari, this is fun? Buddy. He's fucking up all that Ferrari, man. He's moving like Boris Johnson, just bear parties, whatever. Bro, whatever, he's gonna wake he up
1: with He's gonna wake up with half a, a, a horse's head in his bed, bro. <laughs> Mafia's gonna be on him, blood. That's all standing in the grave. right? Matthew now. also bro. is gonna be on him for this behavior. Listen, yeah. this, is Italy, this is Italy's last hope this year because they're in the World Cup. They're Oof. in the World Cup. Uh, they got
3: knocked out. Uh, that's Whole country is watching Sticky Ferrari. One. Hey, after Inter Milan on Champions League, man, that's all they can get. That's all they got. Ferrari are not bringing okay. them anything sticky one no no but
1: it really baffles me because we said it as a joke when I saw the highlight when I saw that they were using Power Unit 2 for this race one of the most engine dependent tracks in the whole calendar to the point where Red Bull put new engines in Perez's and Max's car they didn't use old engines they were fresh engines this weekend because they know that you need a fresh engine for this track and even Perez's I think it's on his third engine now you have to think smart long term you cannot come out of it with a bagel. They got zero. You got zero constructors points. To the point now where Mercedes is closer to them in the in the constructors than they are to Red Bull. What
3: George stands- is only seventeen okay, points.
0: I feel like I feel like one point we, we haven't brought up which might be relevant uh is whether um is whether the budget is playing into how some of these teams are
3: operating. It's nah, a... no, but I hear that, <laughs> but the reason I'm going to say I'm not buying it is because um, like Mahad said, not even Mahath said, but you've got teams like Alpine in it. And Alpine, they are doing what Richard suggested that uh Fry should do. Their man are putting all their engines, yeah, they are turning up all their engines. And listen, if the engines blow, blow up, screw it. We're gonna max out max our engines, get a new engines and take the t- penalty fines or whatnot. And and today, to, today in Baku, they were doing a thing. On the streets, they were doing truly trains and, you know, they got double points. You know, more than, you know, Ferrari had yeah. no points, so...
0: Yeah, Alonso was doing his, his trademark terrorism, but we might get him to that point later. Mm. Yep. But well, you know, points in the end of the day, that's what matters. It's like, I
1: think they were trying to do the cautious long game, remember, like, with the whole, we're not going to upgrade the car, we're going to wait. They, did, they had the same bar range spec for, like, even in Imola, they had the same Bahrain strength. They didn't really upgrade the car like that, and I think it's because people thought, oh, because they've got sort of mad, they've got a matting in the bag, or they're hiding something. Of, they're just scared to upgrade the car because they know when they upgrade the car, the reliability goes out the window. And we saw this in 2017 with Sebastian Vettel. We saw it in 2018. They can't put an upgrade on the car without it failing, and it's happening again. I think this is one of the most short-lived. I think it might be one of the most short-lived title charges I've seen in a while.
0: It's not
3: Chelsea.
1: It's know, not Chelsea
0: the
3: <laughs>
0: because usually, that, like, at least, it's a title battery. Man, that, this was the Chelsea's least... one this season.
3: This was the choices one this season. Oh, we, when we we're so you're top the league again.
0: Fugazy, Fugazy, You're saying we're going to get to what? Like we're going to get to like November with hearing the Toffees going. Ah, oh, no, we won't challenge it anyway, man. Them Red Bull are like, just too fast, man. <laughs> mm. We're going to see Annie. We're right. going to see Annie putting that in the group chat. We got it's the done, really
1: yeah. don't worry yeah he's got he's his sisters ready done. man tart. i said this and i said this a million times i even said it last year if you think charles Leclerc is gonna win a world championship that means you think ferrari is gonna win a world championship if you think that you're crazy you're delusional that like, it's 15 years these guys are incompetent they couldn't they had prime Fernando Alonso they couldn't even get, they couldn't even win a title with him they had good drivers they couldn't win titles with them they had Sebastian Vettel arguably in his prime as well they couldn't win a title because they are incompetent. And the same was going to happen with Charles Leclerc. I don't blame their drivers today. What can Carlos Sainz and uh, Charles Leclerc do today if their cars pack it in?
0: I mean, Sainz oh, well, wasn't up. in the race anyway. Yeah, Sainz's Sainz gap, Sainz between, Sainz is gap was, to
1: third it was ridiculous.
0: He was five seconds away from third at the time that his his engine blew up. So he was he was thinking up the joint anyway. So it's like engine or not, science things And yeah, so yeah.
3: But still, boy, you can just step out the fourth place, man, and get the point. So that's all they need to do. But I felt like they were just too complacent. I felt like they thought, okay, you know, our engines, you know, even though this engine quote unquote is, you know, is, is at 50% of capacity or whatever, um, because they've rep- they've fixed it. This if it's faster than the Mercedes, it's faster than the um than the, than the Renault's Renault engine. So they thought to themselves, oh yeah, the Honda engines, the rebels will be gone. Let's that paddy, you know, um, you know, P3, P4 in the race. And that's it. But no, nah, it doesn't work like that. And I feel like just them being complacent because like I said, if they had any outs of sense, they would have, you know, upgraded the engines this, this race, but they didn't.
2: Do you know what? Yeah, you know Ferrari what, kind of remind oh, me of it. So sorry, man. Do you know what, Yeah, Ferrari kind of remind me of like Pep and like Bib Games. You know, that overthinking sort of like gene, to be honest. <laughs> so like, Bonotto's sitting there, he's playing Fernandinho, like false nine and that. I'm thinking, oh yeah, it- it'll work, don't worry. It'll work, it will be calm. And then you're shocked when it doesn't work. Like, I just feel like Ferrari being too cocky on the low and just being too arrogant. Because they feel like, oh, because they've got one of the best travel lineups, arguably, on the grid. They can try a thing. Oh, if Shaw gets Paul, you know... As long as you try and consolidate first and whatever, and he gets his elbows out, it'll be calm. We can use them man like a dungeon. And now, look, look, he's, he's scaring the holes. Yeah. So it's just, it's it's going to end up in disaster. Like, I won't be surprised yet if Mercedes possibly overtake Ferrari in both championships because George is only 17 points behind Charles now. And Mercedes only, I think, uh, I don't know, they're not 30, too far behind Ferrari. 30 points yes,
1: behind.
2: It's... I mean that's, mean, that's guessable. So it's not it's not like then a million miles to be fair. I know it sounds outrageous now, but if you just look at Ferrari and the incompetence, they only have themselves to blame, like they've got no one else. So
0: yeah. Should we go on to Mercedes then? I
1: mean, can... yeah, I, I I was just I was gonna just say one thing before we moved on to Mercedes. Um that Ferrari Pit crew, don't think we didn't see you, you know. When Charles Leclerc had to pit and you put six point seven pit stop, six point seven seconds. On his head. These people are criminals, man. This is a criminal organisation that you're, you're already losing in a losing position and then you put, put 6.7 on his head. They're insane, man. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a reliability issue that they need to look out for. Do you know what? Mercedes are in it because they haven't had any DNFs. Because they're reliable. When they took your jewels. They finished third and fourth. They got the points that Ferrari should have got. And, listen, I'm a McLaren fan. I've lived through the 2000s, bro. Listen, reliability... You need that. If you ain't got reliability, you can slap it or pole ball all you want. Look, look at the Williams. Uh, Williams Montoya is looking like Charles Leclerc right now. Williams Montoya, 2002. Millions of polls. Michael Schumacher just said, yeah, hold that. Every race, he just said, hold that. You can take the poll. I'll take the win. And that's how you win championships. But yeah, we'll move on to Mercedes. Mercedes, I've uh, had an interesting meeting. It's a bit up and down. Pardon my pun. Um, this porpoise issue that they've got going on. Um, there was real, real concerns. So firstly, let me go back to the beginning. It was arguably told that they can turn it on and off. They know how to switch it on and off now. They've solved the porpoise in Barcelona. They know what they're doing. They don't need to deal with that issue anymore. These were the claims made by Mercedes. This wasn't claims made by their fan base or just like random people. These were claims made by Mercedes. Um, We've seen, who is it? Um uh, who said it in the in the in the debrief after Barcelona? Was it uh, James Vowles? Probably James. Yeah, probably James. Yeah, Vals. and he was I like, swear. "We now have we now have a title challenging card." This is the words coming out of his mouth.
0: I swear and it's you. still. It, I swear. I swear something similar came out mouth as well. He he said something along the lines of like, um, "We think we fixed the we we fixed the issue or, or something like that." With the poor but with all of that, the thing is that. They said that they fixed the poor poison and we were still seeing poor poison in the weekend that they said that they fixed the poor poison. And then the week after we saw it the same thing as well. And then we see it this year. and we, we sorry, we see it this race. My man, like my man Lewis needs to call injury lawyers for you because he just got <laughs> he got injury at work, fam. It's insane, fam. Man's getting out oh, of dumb. the Do you know what it's great? No, you joke, you, out... but it's serious. No, it's ridiculous though, man. Like, my man needs to lawyer up. Still, like, he's getting out. So, I, I tweeted this. They want,
1: they want Lewis to be walking like Charles Barkley out here, bro. They want him oh, finished.
2: We're saying Lewis to sing him. we Lewis to sing and broke off your back, here while he's driving no. down the street to bucket. It's disgusting. <laughs> what,
1: look what they're doing to our boy, man. Look what they're doing to the him.
2: massacre, our boy. Uh,
1: the massacre, guys, of our boy.
0: Like, Trying to give him
2: scoliosis like he's young folk. Fam.
0: You know what? You know I was watching. I was watching the onboard of Lewis, and the only thing that was playing in my mind is the ignition remix. You know what? Our Kelly's understanding he's like bounce, 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 <laughs> bounce, bounce, bounce. It was a zap over <laughs> and over in my head. It was crazy. I could not believe what I was seeing. Bro, do you
1: know how fast Lewis is going on that on that straight as well?
0: Fam. That's what makes it even I'm worse. I'm watching. I'm 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 watching the onboard. Yeah. And I have to say, pause every like couple of seconds because he's just, he's just got bouncing, it's just up and down. It's crazy, bro. I don't understand. Okay, so they've made a claim that they can switch
1: it on and off, and now the narrative has changed. The narrative has changed as you need to change these regulations because it's harming our drivers. Um, Richard, wh- what do you think of uh? Toto's claims and Mercedes claims that uh, there needs to be changes to the regulation on the ride height now because they're unable to deal with the porpoise.
2: <laughs> well, I can I kind of um, it's a funny one because I'm kind of with Toto. I'm not with Toto. So I'm with Toto that there needs to be um, regulations in place that there needs to be like a minimum ride height. But I'm not with him because apparently all you man said um when the FAA came to him apparently last season say should there be a minimum right? You man all said no, and now obviously because you man in so- you you have created this midfield car and now because you want to stay where you are and you don't want to be too far back from the rebels robberies, you want um, Lewis to be singing broke off your back while he's going down the main streets, and for him to have a slip disc. Like, what's all this about? Like it's Bam, has been moving math like the, mass, the last 12 months, and this is just a part of it. Because obviously, you're compromising Lubis' health over performance. Because you think, oh yeah, we can get a P4, but Lubis have a broken back. That's calm. I'm now also seeing rumours that they might draft in um, a reserve driver for Canada in case Lubis can't do it. Like, that's, that's really telling. Like, that is really telling that your main driver, who's been doing all these tests and all these sacrifices for you, might not even be able to race in Canada because you want to broke off man's back, like that. That that's crazy to me. So to be honest, it's the FIA aren't fully like exempt for this because they probably should have just said, you know what, everyone can have active active suspension. Then this whole poor poison issue wouldn't even be a thing because I'm kind of sick and tired of hearing about it like every every weekend. To be honest, but at the same time, at that time, if if it really is true that the, um, the FIA said, oh we should bring in a minimum ride height. Then you all should have said, yeah, because it's not like this is the first time um, Ground Effect has been in Formula 1. It was in Formula 1 uh, 40 years ago, and it's also in different um, race series as well. So you can easily ask them, man, oh, how do you lot handle poor poison? Or how was Ground Effect in your series? And they'll tell you. But no, because you might want to be arrogant and you think, oh, yeah, let's ride the, um let's have the ride height nice and low. Oh, yeah, there'll be a bit of poor poison, but I'm not in the car. So it's like, I'm not in the whips. That's you, man's problem. Like, I'm, it's not my back getting broke. So, but we'll get like a cheeky four for the fifth. You know, this, this compromise is a bit mad. So, Mercedes, obviously, there is a way to get around this because Red Bull seems to have got around it. But then again, they've got um, an engine, a designer who's clear in Adrian Newey. You know, you put an Adrian Newey next to James Allison. You know, the, the difference is night and day. So, Mercedes needs to get it together and just think to himself, okay, do you really care about the health of your drivers enough to try and scrape a podium? Or are you going to try and get around this poor poison issue? And then, once you get... Once you... The car stops poison, then you can wait on perform performance someday. Because this whole thing of, oh, we're going to just do, have a nice, fast car, but, you know, it will come at the cost of the driver's health, is pathetic. So, you run into the FAA, it's just it's just air to me. So... Yeah, Toto, go, go fuck yourself in it. like, straight off.
1: Do you know what baffles me, and I can't like wrap my head around it, is that people are blaming... And I we're, we're clear on this podcast in terms of... We've been calling out the FIA for a time. We hate the FIA, 100%. We've been calling out for time. They're a fraudulent organisation. But one thing I can't comprehend is that the blame is being put on the FIA rather than your team making a shit car. How can you not blame your eng- designer for making a car? I can understand if every single car was porpoising like mad and no, there wasn't a, a working solution to it. Firstly, there is a working solution to it. Just raise the ride height. You are deciding, it's like you're acting like the FI's got a gun to your head to say, saying, yo, you have to porpoise. No, you could just literally raise the ride height and then make it a more comfortable ride for Russell and uh, Mammon. But you're deciding to choose performance over the comfort and safety of your drivers. That is the that is the that's the bottom line to anything. You can go around the house and say these regulations are crap. This don't work. Da da da. The end of the day is that they've made it that choice, and they're putting their drivers at risk. Yet nobody's giving them flat for it. And I don't understand that from my point. of view. Like from just on the outside looking in, it doesn't make sense. Like for, obviously Red Bulls solved it. their problem. Why? Why? What? What? what do you think, Tariq? What, what's the issue?
0: Why? Why? Well, they, why have they made that decision? Uh, I was just saying that like, I understand it because they want to get, they, they want to win basically like the bottom line is they want, um, to get as many points and they want to maximize whatever they can get out of a race week. And it's the most points, um, you know, uh, um, um, more information on the car, faster car, etc., etc. So they're making a the decision as a team, we need to re- run this car at this, um, ride height because we need to get as as much performance as we can without um indirect without you know causing the driver too much harm or causing the car too much harm etc etc but the case of the point uh the the point in case now is that we're at the point where the ride heights that they're running on are too harmful for the driver especially in hamilton's case because he genuinely he could barely get out of the car like uh, i'm surprised nobody came up to the car with a wheelchair or walking stick with him because it was ridiculous what he was going through with his back and that like he was genuinely complaining about his back in the middle of the race you know oh my back is killing me which is you know some we we talk about you know accidents in in racing and and stuff like that which is one certain thing obviously you know a car can, can crash or whatever and the driver can can get hurt in that way which we don't want but for a driver to sustain that kind of stress on their body, that kind of, of, of harm on their body over race, as long as that in accordance to, you know, um in addition to all of the forces that they're going to be going through while racing, that is a, that is a b- very bad recipe. Like that is something that is definitely going to cause a problem sooner rather than later and something that definitely needs to be addressed. But obviously, um. I know you know um here in pitsop like a, a lot of us you know like to rag on mercedes um especially a, a certain other Pitstop member which we know if he was here, he'd definitely be ragging on Mercedes like crazy but me i i i think mercedes the the first mistake and the biggest mistake that Mercedes made was that they did not develop a good enough car, and at this point all of the um all of the the stuff that they're trying to do uh, in regards to the ride high, et cetera, et cetera, is then trying to get something out of their bad car. And it just poses a very difficult situation, which I don't think anybody can really have like a concise black and white point for in regards to that, because I'm sure if you ask the drivers as well, um, whether they would deal with some where, you know, if you ask Russell and, and Hamilton, um, about it they would very happily deal with some level of porpoising um, in order to get um, the team to a high level to finish our high level so yeah my point is that I think it's just a bit sticky and and we can't really blame that much um, put that much blame on Mercedes other than the fact that they just developed a bad car
1: yeah I think I think one thing that always gets lost to the trees, uh, especially with new reg changes, is not only is this like a racing competition where people are driving, it's an engineering competition as well. Who can, do, who can get the regulations and then engineer and design the best car? Clearly, some teams have designed a better car than other teams. There's a team that called Ferrari who have same has porpoise in, but they are much faster than Mercedes as well. So clearly, if there's something fundamentally wrong with the design and there has to be some sort of like acceptance that you may need to change that. You could see that with Aston Martin. Aston Martin said, OK, that car was trash. We're going to bin that. We're going to bring something else in. Like, there needs to be some sort of um, blame put towards your own team and saying, OK, yeah we've done something wrong we what if this engineering, uh if this competition was an engineering competition you failed yep. you're not getting yeah. you're not there and that kind of that, that there needs to be some sort of accountability there by a mercedes to say okay we may have got something wrong here rather than keep on going down this rabbit hole saying oh if we could stop the popperson if we could stop the popperson bro popperson's been around since the 80s that's a problem that's been solved this isn't like trying to solve cancer Trying to cure something that's like that there's no cure for it. This, this, there's already a cure for it, and you're just not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And there's a team that's on the paddock that doesn't have porpoise in my team, McLaren. We haven't solved our porpoise, in. so guess what? We raised the right hat, we've got no downforce, we're slow as hell, we're the slowest team on the on the, on the uh, on the straight. And the reason why is because we've got we didn't lower the right hat, we've thought about our driver's safety, even though we bounce a little bit, we thought about our driver's safety. Overperformance because we could lower it to the ground.
0: Yeah, I guess. And that's then a, Norris,
1: guess. Norris, and uh, Ricardo would be in the same situation that Hamilton and Russell would be. In. Yeah. Well, Daniel had a,
2: back problems yeah. today, anyway.
1: So. Yeah, we were bouncing. We were bouncing, but I'm saying to the levels they were bouncing. Even Ricardo said that Hamilton that was uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, and we're bouncing we're, a little bit. Yeah, I think we're having one of the unique points about this season in regards to. Um, the level of cars that are being developed and what's good and what's not is that the, in the other seasons, if your car was not good, it was just that your car wasn't good. You know, you'd be slow. You wouldn't, you, you would, you wouldn't get into the points, etc., etc. But the issue that we're having this season is that if your car isn't good enough, it can directly cause harm and discomfort to your driver, which makes it a lot more um let's say a a touchy sensitive issue um in regards to how you deal with that because not only have you got to think about the fact that you're just not doing as good as you want to do you also have to think about the fact that your drivers are gonna be under harm and under uh, and have an issue and they might not even last races and they might need to be replaced with, with 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 reserve drivers and that just because your car isn't good enough and you haven't taken the precautions in order to make the drive better for the driver.
1: But well, isn't it a, a more of like a face off now between raise the ride hat, drive slow and have no points in performance, or drive low, and put your driver at risk? And I, I, it's a difficult choice for Mercedes, right? To choose between those two things. Like, okay, if yeah. you raise the ride hat, we're, we're nowhere getting, we're not getting, beat, we're nowhere further in constructors gonna be that we're gonna be out of q q two q one you know what i mean or um
3: make our drivers suffer
1: and that, it's a moral decision obviously but i don't think external blame should be placed
3: I'm about to say this. it says a lot about mercedes when they have put their car as low as possible and you know obviously it's all poor poison but and they're still struggling you know to get off q one in some races you know the fact that you know they've done all this as well and their car's still not even that fast. It says a lot about the car because if they, like I said, uh, if they compromise, like you know, like um, McLaren have McLaren have, and you know, raise the car up, it's looking very, very spooky. Um, and but yeah, I think also um, nothing ever said but the fans as well. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. We, we get to the FIA the whole day, the whole time. We should, and also for like the FIA, yes, ideally in a perfect or nice world, they should have something in place, you know, where you know, yeah, protect the drivers from you know getting you know, you know. Injured from poor poisoning, you know, there's you know, like you said, time to talk about, you know, back issues. They mean, they mean some discussion, apparently, that you know, could cause uh, mind concussion or CT or whatever, which I hear that. And I think, like, but if they've went to the teams and the team said no, it's calm. If they went to the drivers, I know every driver says it's an issue, but also, but then you're going to come with a conclusive, you know, answer. Cool. Then you've got to, you know, adjust it, the rules, I'm afraid. You know, we really, try talking about it, try fixing it, and, you know, and like my head says, well, like you guys says, well, like this issue's been in time, you know, in the 80s, even see videos in the 90s of Senna, you know, struggling, you know, with poor poor pool thing back then, you know, so we even seen like an in indie, so it's been an issue. So yeah, it's easy to find a way to fix around it, cause yeah, um, but I don't think they, I don't if they have an issue. I don't if they even know how to fix around it. I feel like they've got no backup plan, no plan B, which is why they're doing all this, you know, attacking the DFI and whatnot.
1: I remember Ross Brown, Barcelona testing, when the porpoison first like was highlighted and stuff like that. And I remember him saying, he's like proper surprised that teams haven't anticipated porpoison issues. And he was like, this is just basic physics. When you have a ground effect car, it's good. there's the issue of porpoison, and I don't know why
3: they do not anticipate it.
1: So, is he just basically saying um, these uh, engineers and designers, they're meaty. Don't ask me what's born is
3: No, no that's right. smart kid. you know. No, that's marketing, the school getting all the eight stars, you know. All that that's what's born. And he's seen his man, you know, you man are barely against season, you know, you man can't barely pass. That's how I see born comparing to these man because the levels between what's born and them guys, like you said, is is different, you know. So
1: he's basically gonna be like, it's too damn bad. Yeah, you okay. know, like, get better engineers, go hire some guys that were in the eighties or something. Because he's obviously created these recognitions, him and Pat Simmons and stuff like that. And he was perplexed, he was like, Why are some of these teams paupousing? What's wrong with you guys? And he kind of, but, he was kind of taking shots at these young engineers. He was like, "These guys are not built."
0: <laughs> he's the one. He's, he's the teacher. He, he's going around the class, handing out, handing out the, the exams back, and he's just handing them all down face down.
1: That's what he's doing. That's what he's, <laughs> he, he basically, he's the teacher. He set the exam. He set yeah. the regulations. Bare man failing.
0: Just failing. Just just handing them exact those, those exam papers face down. Can't show anyone else what <laughs> the results are. He's sitting in front of the. He's, he's sitting in front of the, the the class. Like, I've never been this disappointed. I've never seen results this bad in my twenty three years of teaching. <laughs> All of that. That's what he's on,
1: and I reckon so, that's what the conversation. Do you, what was that thing? That comment. There was a comment that Ross Brown made. I think it was a couple of weeks, uh, a couple of races ago. Imola or something like that. And Russell was complaining about the porpoising, yeah. And he said, Ross Brown said something like, "We're not interested in the the force of midfield teams, the drivers, drivers of midfield teams." What? He said something like that. Uh, let me get the exact quote. I he think... said something brazy. He said something brazy to Russell.
0: About Russell. I think and you fell for a fake Russell. quote, man.
1: No, oh, that's a real quote, man. Look, he said, George Russell's opinion doesn't matter.
0: I'm actually searching this out right now. I can't like it. You search
1: up right now. Oh,
3: that's it is. This, what
1: is. this is what a real quote, man. <clears throat> But Ross Brawn has clarified the comments after George Russell listened to his opinion. Russell complained about the... Uh, oh, yeah, he's, he's compla- he wasn't complaining about what he said. He complained complaining about the sprint races and thought it was not good. And then Ross Brown was like, I think George's opinion or the opinions, anyone in the back of the grid are not opinions we're really listening to. That's that's, that's word for word. Of what I'm saying to these men. So, yeah. yeah it's crazy, it's crazy, but um, yeah, talking about George Russell, George Russell P3 today. Um, Richard, what do you think of his performance today? He keeps getting these podiums out of nowhere in a box. You're on mute, bro.
2: Oh, no, yeah, sorry. it was kind of more fortunate than anything because I don't think he actually any t- overtook anyone to get that in that P3, to be honest. So, we was kind of just capitalizing capitalized off the Ferrari DNFs, and he was still like. As you said 20 odd seconds behind him checking when eh? but I mean he, he did he, he did all right he didn't it's not like he did badly he, was, he did his job I guess you know he didn't really drop back any places he may have gotten dunked on like bosses was and uh yeah he managed to grab a podium capsulize off the Ferrari he's having a minute. but um it 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 definitely wasn't a better performance than what Lewis put in to be honest so but yeah he, he left for Sutton and that's that's all you can ask for sometimes yeah the, the, the game is the game that's how it be sometimes
1: yeah. we we, t- we talked about how bad Mercedes' car is and stuff like that, they still left with P3, P4, and you just touched on it now Lewis Hamilton P4 um, and he was our driver of the weekend as voted by our listeners on, and followers on Twitter uh, Tariq, talk us through uh, Lewis Hamilton's performance today um, you went through the wars
0: yeah, he was. Um, it was another one of those Hamilton races where he gets shagged somewhat um, by his team by the pit stop. Uh, really, just and he he did solid at the start. He almost got Gasly to be honest. If um, watching back the start, so he did pretty well at the start. Uh, he got into a good rhythm. Obviously, you know, like I just mentioned, um, the pit had him all the way in the middle of the pack, uh, which was a, a shame, but. Hamilton does what he does. He drove. Uh, he he had a great drive. Um, really made it through that pack, um, and he got into himself into a really nice position. He um, got uh, uh he got both of the Alphataries actually, uh, Yuki and um, Gasly, uh, which was fine by me. I, I tweeted out saying, you know, it's fine by me. I'm eating on both fronts because those are two of my my biggest drivers. Uh, and they both finished on 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 great points, uh, so I respect it. Um, and yeah, his race was just really good. I, I I was saying that I think that it's 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 a race that we've seen from Hamilton a lot uh, in regards to the fact that his quality just always shines. Uh, he always finds a way to, to 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 pull something out of the bag, even in, in some of the worst races. Even though this wasn't one of the worst races at all, uh, this race was pretty okay. Um, in regards to his luck and whatnot, um, I think, yeah, I think definitely the, 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 it's 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 good that he finished in in, in the place that he did, um, because yeah, I think the, the 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 struggle that he had to go through with his body and whatnot and, and the race um, was 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 quite worrying to be honest, um, and I think he'll he'll take some consolation at least from the fact that um, he got a, a P four um, in that race.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think he went through the, he went through the grinds and the pain and strategy going against him, and I think he still managed to get where he needed to get, get to. Did some great overtakes as well. Uh, all all round outstanding performance. And he actually got driver of the day by the fan vote as well, which is a rare thing. Um, so that just kind of shows the levels he was performing today. He's
0: he's, he's on his way to getting that that Vettel level of, um, of of rebrand. You know, when 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 Vettel when Vettel went from four time champion, everybody hated him. Suddenly, he starts thinking up the joint, and suddenly people start loving him. He's 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 a bit Hamilton's <laughs> a bit of a way on that now. People are, are suddenly finding ways to love him now because he isn't the top of the of, of uh, top of the grid, uh, which may be a, a a separate discussion for another pod. But I thought it was uh good to uh, point out.
1: No, I don't like that. To be fair. I'd rather him be hated. No, <laughs> Win races. Absolutely,
0: not, like,
1: don't, I'm seeing people I'm, old Lewis Hamilton races like he's better. I'm like, don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> don't, like his Fernando no, don't do. Don't be putting up like old footage now, just
0: because yeah. he's not winning races right now. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. I've always said that. I've always said that. Like all this Lewis Hamilton hate has the, the, the worst thing about all this Lewis Hamilton hate is because th- when he retires. Um, and years after we re- he retires all these people that hate him are you know tweeting all these all these things about him and and find threads and and whatever to to hate him and and put down him they, they they're going to be the first people to praise him to the skies when he retires saying oh he was one of the best drivers i've ever seen this this is and that, and that and so many of people are just 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 drawn by narrative you know they hate when they're told to hate and they love when they're told to love but We can see that Lewis Hamilton's legacy is unmatched. He is one of the best drivers to ever drive um, in Formula One, if not the best, and nothing is going to change that. No amount of media coverage is going to change that. No amount of bad cars are going to change that. No amount of, you know, Russell performances are going to change that. He is one of the best drivers we've ever seen. And sooner rather than later, um, people are going to appreciate that.
3: Like you said, bro, like you said, you know, that fun, you know, when you're winning, they really hate it. They really, really hate it, man. Like you've seen with Hamilton, you've seen it with, you know, Veto Alonso, you've seen it with, you know, Michael Schumacher, no, Mick Schumacher. We've seen it. And, you know, now, you know, Lewis is getting that, you know, the respect that he deserves. Now he's not winning, which is annoying because it's a disservice because, you know, it's like, yo, you might not celebrate the guy when he's on his downfall. But, like you know, Terry said, that guy had a very good race. You know, he passed a lot of times where he stuck behind trains, you know. He was stuck behind the avatar train, stuck behind the Alpine trains, and he still got through. And, um, yeah, like I said, you got shagged by strategy by Mercedes, you know, doing dirty. I mean, towards the end, he did gain you no know, benefits of you know the avatar misfortune, but he done what he needed to do, kept under control, got the got the overtakes, and yeah, the Vegas race. So, yeah, I'm kind of glad that people are seeing now, you know, what Lewis is for. Like, Lewis had better race than Russell, I'm probably pinning. because he had to overcome much more and still in positions. So, yeah. Yeah,
1: Russell didn't. Russell didn't overcome nothing. He didn't overtake anybody. He was just chilling. He just watched the cars go boom in front of him. Um, Latifi award, uh, who had a stinker in the race um, in our poll. Williams won, and I think Williams won because how did they get Latifi a 12nd stop go penalty before the race
3: started? That yeah, guy, bro, literally. So obviously you got like a fifty. got a fifty second rule. After the uh, formation lap, in it, and that guy literally was just touching the car, he just stood there. Uh, so they missed, so it's like a violation rule, isn't it? Because you're not meant to do anything towards the car during the formation lap,
2: yeah. You so pushed the car back because the... he was on yeah. Milan, basically, yeah. And you're not meant to touch it when all the meha- mechanics are meant to clear. So that's yeah. obviously if you got bagged. What is this F2? F2? What's,
1: What's this bozo thing, man? <laughs> What's the bozo behavior, man? I wouldn't say serious uh, competition. F2. F2 was full of bozos today. We'll save that for another pod because that was just these, these guys are media. I'm not gonna lie to you, these are the guys you want in F1. These guys are all media, bro. Yuri Vips, Lord have mercy. Um, another, another nominee that was quite close to actually winning was Alpha Tari. Um, I know Tariq, you got some words for Alphatari, man. The, Gasly overcame a all today. What a performance!
0: I mean, Gasly. Uh, I'm I'm proud of. My, I'm always proud of my boy, but I'm especially proud of my boy. Um, this weekend he had a he had a similar race to to Russell in, in in the way that it was just consistent. Um, this race and he showed that consistency that we we've seen from him before. You know, I was just like reminiscing, you know, um, seeing him qualify well first of all, and then just do the race as as you're supposed to do. You know and finishing those really good points and capitalize off um other uh teams failures which is all that we can really ask from him um yeah and I'm I'm happy for my boy. Um I know you know a couple Yuki coin holders uh in this pod. Uh Sha you man, uh you know who you are. Um Yuki yeah Yuki did pretty solid as well. Um I feel like the people who know me know I'm a I'm a known Yuki hater. I think the guy is uh, is a fraud, but you know he did well, uh, even though um, you know they 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 were they were duct taping his uh, um, his uh, his uh, his DRS like it was art attack, Um, but yeah, and um, I I think the discussion here to be had is you know of course uh, AlphaTauri proper proper bozo team uh kwame I, I don't know why you have stocks in in, in that team at all it makes zero <laughs> sense to me that is the biggest bozo team on the it's it's i think there was a question we had where it was like um if teams were getting championships off of uh, bozo moments uh which teams will be having the the most championships and i'm telling you alpha Tower up there man
3: Yes, that yeah, that, that's, a,
0: that's, a, that's a question
1: that's, that's a question by SWVG Lord we're about to go to list of yeah. questions. I'll actually yeah. ask you that who would have more uh, Bozo uh, Constructors Championships would it be
0: Alfatario or Ferrari ah you know what that's actually a difficult question still I'm I'm more I'm more close with Alpha obviously because my, my 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 star boy is, is locked into that team uh, death row contract he can't leave uh, but yeah, man, Aventuria just this team is is crazy, man. It's crazy, and I think it just goes under the radar because they are obviously they don't really they don't really challenge for anything, um. So they aren't really in the spotlight enough, and obviously Ferrari are definitely in the spotlight because they challenge in quote marks and are supposed to challenge. Uh, but they're you know they're just proper proper bozos as well. But ah, man. I feel like i lean a bit towards ferrari just because um their bozo especially now they've had a lot of bozo moments and their bozo moments have been critical like serious serious bozo moments their bozo gene is going into overdrive so i kind of lean towards ferrari but make no mistake alpha alpha tari's bozo gene is on a serious serious level let's 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 not make no mistake
1: Hey, do you remember when AlphaTauri uh, in the Russia Grand Prix when it was started raining and then man said, "Yo, Yuki, come in and put a slip on, put a slicks on, put, a
3: slicks on. put a super slicks <laughs> yeah. on." Then man, oh, man That man, 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 yeah, sleep. they love doing a bad tire actually. They love yeah. doing a bad tire tra- like, But they did it well, in Monaco,
0: well, and they almost, it, almost the same thing happened in Monaco. If it wasn't for Gasly pulling out the, the pulling out his talent and keeping that car in one piece on the sticks It Monaco would have been the same thing they just it, it's crazy and I'll tell you another situation as well it was one of the um one of the Imola races I don't think it I don't know whether it was 2020 2021 something like that they um Gasly had his usual proper good Q3 uh performance he qualified well and they ruined his entire race by putting him on all every Every single wrong tyre you could put him on, they put Gasly on those wrong tyres and it completely fucked up his race. And it had me fuming for the entire week. I could not believe they ruined his race like that. Ever since then, I could never forgive him. So, Listen, they, ru- they ruined A. Yuki's yeah. race today.
3: They ruined Yuki's yeah. race today.
0: He was going to get points. Exactly. Heart uh, attack,
1: attack of seed, man. It's crazy. Uh, you know what? Prayers for Yuki and Gasly, man. They're suffering in that team, man.
0: None of them guys well, that work man, over
1: man. there are making it to the Red Bull. Not getting that I'm telling away. you now, that saying. team's
3: still got the minority They have still got the and DNA strong, fam. Because hey. so why
0: do you have stocks then, man? I've got why stocks in the drivers. I've got stocks in the two. No, drivers. you got stocks, stocks in, the I'm in the team. I the team. i Have yeah,
3: So I've got stocks in the two drivers. That's why.
0: Man's lying. Man's lying on his portfolio, man. I'm not lying. I've got stocks in i i I've got stuck to my no.
3: team, I've tell you. have I've to diamond test
2: Kwame. Fake watch, as... <laughs>
3: Fake watch. As as... <laughs> <laughs> fake team principle, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the light is not slowing. <laughs> hey, final uh, start toss, sure. wow. tossed. No, um, as soon as, honestly, as soon as them two drivers go, and if it's not Vips or Lawson, uh, I'm, I'm done with this team, because I'm tired of this. We'll talk about F2 another time, man. We'll talk about F2 in the Philippot. because that series as well, that for of as well, Honestly. Yeah, right.
1: uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm right not to Dior, we all agree it's a Ferrari engines, right? Yeah, yeah. We had an absolute hour, yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. um, Before we go, listeners' questions. Um, let's get some up. Uh, we already answered SWGV Lords 1 on uh, the Bozo Constructors. Um, we've got the Fifth World podcast. They asked Does Merck's, Merck's car have the potential? Uh, is it worth all
3: this trouble? That they're going for. i think the clear answer is enough. I thought yeah. they should pack for next season.
0: Yeah, pack it up, go home, raise the right height so your so your drivers don't end up with scoliosis at the end of the season. Just, just be done with it, man. It's over. Yeah. Just yeah. let yeah. it go. It's, it's go. over. <laughs> like that one pick with the with the guy with the Gucci bag. It's over. Just let it go. <laughs> it's,
1: it's over, man. You're holding on. That's a zero cycle is the Gucci bag. Just it's <laughs> over, man. I don't care about those zero side pods, bro. Just make up a new car, raise the head right? Start working towards next year, man. Because um, mm. you're not going to win the constructors. But if they feel like the Ferrari's is weak and then they can get seconds in constructors, that's big boy money. So um, they've got some choices to make. But yeah, um, we don't think it's worth it. But yeah. Um, next question we have duh, 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 from Corey Samuel. Um, at Corey Samuel, Shouts to you. Do you believe Red Bull are starting to sweat about Perez's performance and whether this will cause a conundrum with Max? Those pit stops look spooky. Um, we really kind of asked that in the pod, right? Mm. I don't think Max has got yeah. anything to worry about. Nah. Nah, no, I don't think he's
3: got Max wants that team, honestly. That team is all around Max. It has been and will be. That guy's on contract to what? 2026, whatever, 2027? He's on row contracts. Perez kind of just there as a second driver, just to keep the points coming to me. Existing. That's it. And unless, unless like Perez actually packs him, if Perez starts to pack him,
1: Red Bull snaky. They'll just they'll move on. If like no, Perez is pe- like no, if no. Perez is like qualifying seven tenths ahead of him, like three positions ahead of him, where no. it's not really possible to kind of maneuver a race with Max, they'll move. They'll just focus if it on Perez. But I don't. I don't think that's even but, a rally anyway. Yeah, no, no I not don't that's not reality.
0: Awesome. First of all, and and and, and second of all, um. If Perez somehow managed to pull it off and, and consistently beat, uh, consistently outperform Max, Red Bull are, Red Bull are professional Max Dick riders. They will step in long before any of us are even thinking about them stepping in. Like conversations, you know, bringing in. <laughs> yeah, but they, the had, they didn't do that. that yeah. with, they didn't
1: do it with Vettel Ricardo though. But that team—they were Red professional Bull, Vettel
0: Okay, but was 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 Red Bull that serious, like as a as a complete team, like? No, nah, but you know in, what, with, Vettel and De- uh, sorry, Vettel error. Uh, era? Because...
3: But no, what they didn't know, they were they were, but obviously it the was, new works came in twenty fourteen, and obviously Ricardo was you know dumping on Vettel, so they were like, uh-uh, let's sell all our stocks from Vettel, let's put all our emphasis into Ricardo and get rid of Vettel guy. And Vettel was kind of tired of Red Bull anyway, so he jumped ship to Ferrari. So. And and the period before that,
1: Weber wasn't really dunking on Vettel like that. He couldn't really do it. He didn't have he didn't have it in him to do that. So the
2: that's man. why
1: they that so that's why they kind of made that decision to they were, listen, if you see some of the old footage, yeah, it's like it's like looking at Max. Max and Red Bull's relationships the same with Vettel and Red Bull. They were riding out for Vettel. Unbelievable stuff. Unbelievable. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I
3: saying. they're both Red Bull, they were both Red hey, Bulls listen, we...
1: babies as well. So Listen, you, you got. Remember, we were talking about this last week between Christian Horner and Toys Wolf. You got to back your boy, man. Even if it's shameless, you got to back your driver, bro. Um, we'll do one more question before we go. Uh, let's pick a good one here. Yeah. Uh, shout outs to at, the, at underscore the outliers. Um, who's gonna stop Red Bull next season because it's a wrap for this one? <laughs> this guy already no, gave us one. this one. Man said, next season, you know.
2: <laughs> it looks like no one at this point. So. Mm. <laughs> if mm. Mercedes can't fix up and Ferrari are still on serious, then it looks like a uh, Bull might do a dominance thing again. You know,
3: ah uh, I, I can't well, deal. I with, can't deal with Max V P. Man, I cannot deal with Max V P. That is, uh, I did well, tell yes, you guys. Not gonna, gonna...
1: I told you guys he's gonna win five titles, and it's nothing you can rather. Do,
2: yeah, rather. Hey, I, 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 so, we'll right. still be hearing the generation shouts for the um, Lee Le, 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 Le Clark as well. So it's Lee a little bit like
0: steel. Shout out to Lee Clark, bro. Yo, listen, yeah, Lee his 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 YouTube comps are gonna look crazy. He's gonna have the maddest YouTube comps. You see him live in the, in the race. He looks average as hell. He's bro, bro Boy, he's he has he, got face, more polls
2: than, than the Strif Club at this point. Jeez, <laughs>
1: <laughs> bro, it's true. Hella he's a
2: pole merchant. Hella poles. What? Like, he's a fucking... I can't even name any of these strip clubs. Kwame knows, but yeah. The worst what? thing is, man, I'm what? not going to
1: lie, yeah. I, I agree with the generational bit because when it comes to uh, quality poles, he's on some generational shit when it comes to these... Quality oh, yeah, quali quality was. He, he's, he's hard, yeah. Yeah, he, he's but the, hard, but in the race... The conversion is
0: not I converting, know. man. Well,
1: yeah. Fernando Torres at Chelsea, yeah? Hella missed chances. Nah, it's
2: it's fucking yeah. pounds still to Zimbabwean dollars. That's what it
0: is. Uh, yeah that no. hey that tweet that tweet popped off man i should have signed that off man if you did see that tweet <laughs> it was tariq guys yeah. he's the one that, yeah, that the fire
1: schools,
0: calls, follow me follow me uh at twizy rick with it with a q follow me you know more 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 bad man tweets like that you get me <laughs> <laughs> um, but what you saying rich you said you said you said more polls than what more polls than a strip club the strip club yeah That's yeah crazy. Monogast you know. Magic City right there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. Hey, throw the dollar Monogash bills. Monogast
0: Magic City, you know.
1: That's the new Frodo, slander Frodo, name, you know. Throw the dollar bills, man. You, you, listen, remember when Anik was telling us them, uh, the slander names are going to end? Boy, oh boy. <laughs> then, the boy they 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 don't line, boy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. Alright. Um, that brings us to the end of the pod. Thank you for listening. Um, follow us at Pit Stop Fracker on Twitter. Don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube if you're watching this video on YouTube. Um, if you are uh, listening on Spotify and Apple Music, please leave us a review. We really need reviews. Please help us out, guys. We need that. And follow us on Instagram as well. And follow all of us. Like, you can see the at names on Twitter for us. If you want to see yeah. fire tweets, follow Tariq, obviously. Um, of course, of course.
0: Hey, by the way, you- uh, just a quick thing, yeah? Just a quick thing, yeah? Uh, if yeah. anyone can get in touch with Gasly, yeah, tell him to like this, obviously, because he's, he's liking bare things now. So just like this. Like yeah, uh, Gasly, come on, like man. Gasly, I mean,
1: exactly, aka this, French, yeah, he's, a click, yeah. he's a click
0: farm, bro. He's a click farm. I'm the, yeah, exactly. He's moving like there's some of them Asian streaming farms out here, man. Look, <laughs> where...
3: He's moving like Oh, that's crazy. But look, man.
0: No, when it, you've got a wall of phones, got, bro. Just bare phones. Exactly man, like you got the CEO of Gasle Hive right here. I have been voted in by the millions of Gazly Hive members out there. I am the official CEO of Gazly Hive. I need my like, I need my followers, all right? So any all of you man, if you're listening to this pod at Gasly, let him know. Like this, like this, uh like this pod. Uh let him know, you know, I'm out here, I exist. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm spreading the gospel man so you know that's just me Ga- Gasly's
1: seen us man we, we recently got published and said that we're in the top 20 podcasts Formula 1 podcasts so shout out to um them man for shouting us out and putting us on the list top 20
2: <laughs> shout out to Monday
1: in, 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 in the in the F1 Wizzled so if you're listening to this Gasly um hi to re- pull up here
3: head of the race as well you know shout out to the race we're ahead of them so yeah big 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 thing all call me if you want know, no, you know, slander stuff. calm down calling <laughs> 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 you slander own force guess
0: them i, I respect <laughs> it i respect <laughs> it hey listen hey listen coming we're coming, coming for we're coming for uh, we're coming for wtf one next You we can't be be your we're coming point setup man ion day my gallagal brother
3: Podcast Network.